There we go. It's working. It's working. Yay! Good. Awesome. Okay. I just had to pre- quickly press record. Welcome back to DiplomacyGames.com, episode four. We're doing a part two session here at the Regatta Hotel because we love the beer and the wine and our chings aren't very good. Let's try it again. Oh, fuck. Well, Almost spilled half a glass of wine then. <laughs> um, this is what happens after a couple. So um, the reason I just had to quickly press record I was talking to Kana, this is Ambi, and um, he was saying, oh, we, we've got to talk about World War Four t- in today's episode, well, <laughs> part two episode. And he was walking through, okay, you go to variants within VDIP, you then kind of, within that particular page, we're talking about World War Four sea lanes, and then you go down to this button called Finished, and you press that button, and there's all the games you've been in. Is it all the games you've been in, all the no, games, all the games that everybody's that been, been in? Yeah, everyone. Yep. I didn't know you could but do that. You could Every do a single time. Function. No, whenever. <laughs> to do that, I've had to always go to, to, to. I had to search for it. I'm glad I've only been using this site for bloody five or six years. I still learn, and I'm still learning. There you go, boys and girls. You're still learning after all this time. Actually, something that. Um... Why couldn't it bring up, though, <laughs> the games that I've played in within that variant? That would be awesome. Still do control F and find your name. Good. Not on an iPad. No, not on an iPad, but all the same. Oh, yeah. So anyway, actually, hey. actually, something that um, Ambi pointed out to me the other day that I wasn't aware of is that in any game, um, you just sort of scroll down, and there's a little button at the bottom which says orders. Oh, you didn't know maps. about orders and maps and messages. messages. Yeah. <laughs> and I knew about I knew about orders and messages, which is the archive of all you know the messages yep. and orders. And I just figured the maps was, I don't know what the maps was, I just never clicked it, you know. And I clicked it the other, you know, I watched Ambi press it and bam, there it is. There's a list of every single map of that game. Comes up one after the other. It's technology, so, it's, it's wonderful. Talking of technology, welcome to the fourth episode of the podcast. Um, as I said before, I'm Ambi. I'm Kana. And uh, we're coming to you again from the Regatta Hotel in uh, Brisbane. Uh, cheers again. Cheers. Um, we have changed our drink. We have. Your beer has gone very from very dark to very, very light. What is that? Um, it's called Hells by... Um, what? Elves? Elves? Elves. Elves. H-E-L-L-S. Oh, I think it's said um, Elves, and I thought that was like a fantasy game of diplomacy. Yeah, no. Um, it's, it's like a, it's a once-off brew um, from... It's Hell. a microbrewery from Hell. No, but it, it's got a strong hoppy flavour. It's quite nice. Um, yeah, no, not, not quite as um, intense. That's what you appreciate having. Yep. And um, I've changed my drink as well. I'm on a. Is it the Stag? You're on the Stag from um, Yarra Valley, and I've never actually had anything from Yarra Valley before. But that's not bad. I don't mind that. Oh, very good. Very enjoyable. So. Um, this so, episode, we're going to talk about uh, World War Four because we've just started going on about that, and it's been a, a, a variant we've been talking. We've been actually probably episode one and episode two. We both kind of said we need to talk about this. Um, it's a variant I think that we kind of use for the um, the podcast logo. It's on the website, and the reason is it's huge. It's huge. It's the most drool worthy map of all the maps on on V-Diplomacy. 
I love, 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 love the map. Hate the game, love the map. <laughs> you hate the game. <laughs> um, so it was, it was invented by a guy called Tom Reinecker. Um, and V Diplomacy hosts um, two of the maps by his design. The first one... Um, oh, the 34 player and then the 35 player map? That's right. The uh, 34 player um, is kind of the vanilla one. Um, it was originally developed by... Oh, it was back in the days of Goon Dip. Do you remember that? Yeah, we talked about it the last episode. Is you know back, sitting around back in the dark old days, and it was developed um, way, 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 way back then. Um, oh, not the last episode, the last episode, the last episode, episode two. No, no, but before then, it was developed by by um, I forget the guy's name. Who did it? Johnny Goon. Johnny Goon. <laughs> <laughs> sitting around drinking his cheap wine out of his square. Yeah, um, but he, he converted this game, um, and. I, I kind of look at I kind of look at the original World War Four map now, and it kind of just looks empty, empty to me. The original one, the, the, the doesn't look like there's a hell of a lot going on in the sea areas. Um, Arabia's quite a, kind of empty. Um, yeah, because they're kind of it got mixed up with the what's the next version? It's, it's um, World War Four version six point two, which seems to be what everyone's playing now. Anyway, and so it should be. I mean, this is a more updated version. Do they? Um, do they? Do they? Okay. Do they play this map, or have they moved on and graduated to sea lanes? Your variant. Unfortunately, no. They haven't graduated to sea lanes yet. Shocking. I know. It's terrible. And look, I tell you why. Okay. And this is because we were talking a little bit about World War Four whilst um, you know we were just contemplating our drinks, and um, and this is why I said before, I love the map. But I hate the variant. Do you know why I hate the variant? Why? Never win. Oh, you never win? Never win. <laughs> I tell you, look, out of any game that you've got 35 other players, 30, 34 other players, you're sure as hell going to find someone who's better than you. And oh, they're God, better yeah. at manipulating other people, and you're going to get shafted. That, that's, that's the end of it. Um, I've played probably around about six or seven World War Four games in different iterations. So whether it's the original or six point two or the Sea Lanes version, yep. And only once have I not been eliminated. Really? Yep. Every other time, bang, gone, defeated, <laughs> out of the game. See you later. No more, Andy. Catch you around. And that's why it's like, oh, I love it. I love the map. The map is just fantastic. But obviously, it's a it gorgeous comes, map. It's a gorgeous map. But. I, I don't know, A, whether I just can't play it very well, or B, just because there's so many other players, it tends to show off my inadequacies against those other players, and then... But, but i tell you what, whenever you start one of those games, you think, this is it. This is the game. Oh, I am I'm going conquer to the world. conquer the world. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It is. It's true, it's true. Um, so let me tell you the story as to why um, we actually have two versions of the World War Four map on right. the diplomacy. Um, I thought it all had to do with Saudi Arabia. Well, yeah, well, Saudi Arabia is one of the main changes between the vanilla and the 6.2 version. Right. Um, but what happened was, a couple of years ago, Tom uh, Reinecke, you probably know him as Tomahaha. Is he? Yep. I didn't know that. 
There we go. There we go. Come on, actually, I haven't. I haven't this, has he been playing lately? I haven't seen him for uh, a while. No, he rage quit. Um, rage quit. Yes. Um, oh God. Happens there, to there, the... was, there was a big fallout between him and Roughhouse. Um, I don't know why. I, no, I, you wouldn't. You wouldn't no, know no, why. No, no, no. no. Roughhouse never rubs anyone up the wrong way. He's a great player, but he's got a very particular style. Pick him a mile off his own. Yeah, I reckon in an anonymous game you'd be able to pick him. Don't you think? Potentially. Um, anyway. I, I, I don't know how much I can say without sort of going into my... Stuff. Stuff that I know of. We've all got um, stuff, but I'm not going to go stuff. there. We won't um, go there. No. Great player. Great player. Anyway, Very so interesting tactics. Tom essentially contacted us in um, as, as part of the mod team saying, hey, you guys are using an outdated version of World War Four. plus I'd like to have recognition um, given to me for having made it because the original version um, actually didn't recognise him as being the creator. Um, and that's because it was developed in the bad old days of um, Goon Dip as, a, as, 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 as this thing. Yep. Um, so I thought, oh, okay, yep, I'll do it. And um, I, I, I put it together and 6.2 was created. Um, so you put that together for him, did you? He gave me the map, yep. which he said this is the... And you the, did the, the code, the, well, the, all the WYSIWYG... All the stuff behind the scenes. Like awesome the, stuff in the background. Yep. Okay. And, and it actually gets very complicated when you have over 256 You were um, saying different this territories. an episode or two ago around that whole point of... There's, is it too light, there's technically two maps involved at a technical level or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you actually, um, in, in an, every normal... In a normal um, map space, right. um, if you have a map that's under 256 territories, it's two layers. You've got your names layer and you've got your map layer. Yep. Um, but for a map that has more than that, you actually essentially have to put two map layers, one of them's transparent, sitting over exactly the same spot as the underlying map plus your names layer. So you're looking at three layers of um, it, it, it's really fiddly, essentially. I can't it, understand it. Maybe it's got to do with the fact I'm on my third glass of wine now. Yep, but and this is my third pint. And um, <laughs> you need to go to the toilet again? Not yet. No. <laughs> Actually, can I digress for a second on the toilet stat? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I was disappointed when I went to the toilet just before between episodes. You know why? Why? I had read online because I haven't been to the regatta for a while that it had one of Brisbane's best toilets. Because, what a reputation. Because it was a mirrored toilet. Where it gave you a guy and at the urinal, you were actually with... Sorry, sorry, everybody. I'm going to kind of swear a bit here. You're pissing against the mirror where you were looking out, seeing everybody. And I thought, creepy, but interesting. Really? Yeah. But I, I double-checked, and I think all the references on it were pre-flood. Uh, so they must have got rid of it after the flood. Yep. So um, Brisbane had a, a, a big flood five years ago. That'd be about that. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, Regatta Hotel's smack bang on the river, so they must have had like a whole heap of water go through when they went, eh, get rid of that. Change it, we're sick of... Um, yeah, so I was kind of just... It, it's a nice dunny, pretty fancy, but no mirrored. Not up to not your up mirrored to, expectations. Nah. No. <laughs> anyway, okay. back to the game. Back to the game. 
Um, we may edit all that out. <laughs> now, around that time, around that time that Tom was uh, contacting the mods, I was also looking at, and a lot of players had brought up the idea that the amount of stalemate lines yeah. on the sea territories was phenomenal. That's true. And something needed to be done. That's true. Now, um, there was a number of solutions that actually came up, I remember. Um, the, most, the most simplest, um, from a coding point of view, was this uh, the sea lanes idea, um, where there was an overseer zone, and each region um, is sort of overseen by that. You can move from um, overseer zone to overseer zone without having to navigate, essentially, the... Um, the smaller territories within a sea region. Like express lines. Similar, yeah, something like this, something like this. Yeah. Now, it was, but they were actually, they were, that's where the overseer zone was, was where the original zone, sorry, the original uh, territory was with them. Yeah. So, yeah. so for those of you who haven't kind of looked at the map, what if you can imagine a, a, um, a sea territory within a normal map, I don't know, just use classic as an example. Yeah. Okay. It would be like um, for each territory, whether it's uh, the Middle Atlantic or Western Med or North Sea, splitting it up. So, in fact, there were maybe five territories within that territory. But in the middle of it was this overseer zone that you're talking around, which yep. was that express lane where you can kind of go from overseer zone to overseer zone. That's right. So or you could from, yep. um, uh, from land straight to overseer zone, if that was the... You can do that, can't you? Yes. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so essentially the Overseer Zone is the original territory yep. um, which it represented. So Mid-Atlantic is adjacent to um, the North Atlantic. And with all these Still extra territories zone. it really helps blow apart, well not blow apart, but, but, but reduce the risk of um, sea-based stalemate lines. Well it basically did, all, it did away with it. Yeah. You know, it's gone. I mean, these... these this, this map you, you can't stalemate on the seas. Unfortunately, it did disadvantage some of the more sea territories like Oceania um, has struggled in sea lanes, I've known. This is one of the things we um, talked about, I think, within um, Known World in Episode 1, about that whole transform issue, about when you expose a, 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 na- sorry, a, a sea-based naval-based power to other powers... Is that a good thing? Is that a bad thing? You know what I mean? Depending on how you play the game, you can do very, very well because all of a sudden you've got all these extra zones and, and SCs you can move into. Yeah. But at the same time, you kind of can be quite exposed quickly to other powers. You definitely run the risk of fleets slipping in and getting at your um, coastal territories. Yeah. Um, and I know a lot of players don't really like that out there. They like stalemates, which... Um, surprises me. For me it just drives me up a wall. I love that sort of fluidity that you get in a game that doesn't um, it doesn't lock things down straight away. Yep. Yeah. Um, how to put it I'm, I'm, I'm currently in the middle of a game um, it's it's a World War 4 game and I've allied with uh, my African neighbours. Yep. Okay. I've got I'm, I'm, I'm comfortable talking about this. I'm not going to give anything away. It's been a long... Um, so it's been a long slog? It, it's been a long slog. It's been a long slog. Um, 
and it's not a slog that I've been, you know, unhappy playing. Um, but essentially, I'm playing East Africa, and um, let's just give away the gameplay, eh? I'm not. I'm not. No, no, no. I'm just <laughs> describing the board as it is. And I've allied strongly with Nigeria and Congo. Okay. Yep. Okay. Um, and oh, so it's not anonymous. No, this is not anonymous. Okay, well that's all right. We can talk about it then. That's yeah. fine. And so, and I'm from the know. very start, we, we we had to get rid of our other two characters. And this is what you're talking about. You know, you're unfortunate enough to get knocked out early. Yep. Okay. And it doesn't matter who it is. If you make a strong, if you make a strong alliance, it essentially has to be an alliance between yourself and a couple of other players. Yeah. In a region. So you're looking at any region, you've got Africa as, an, as a logical area that there could be a coalition of powers. Yep. South America, yep. right? Another lot. North America, Europe, Asia. There's, I've seen some really strong alliances happen in Asia. Yep. Also around. Um, uh, in the, the Pacific. Pacific. Yep. Yep. Um, just, just logical coalitions of groupings. Yeah, yeah. Groupings. Yeah. Continental blocks. And um, you know, I'm fairly sure that. My, my um, companion Congo hasn't actually played this version before. He may have, I'm not sure. But the thing was, and with Nigeria, it's, it's constantly reminding them, make sure you get fleets out as soon as possible. Is this, is this, a, pu- is this a public press game? Or? This is a public press game. Okay, yep. So it's fully, you know, nothing. Well, just normal press. Normal press. Normal press, yeah. Normal press. Right. And so... The... Ex- it was very important to project that continental power early yep. to get those, that, those builds from the continent and start projecting it outwards. Um, and that, that that has to be how 6.2 is played, I think. Yep. Yeah. If you're not in the sea lanes by some, not not, not in the sea territories, by at least the first couple of seasons then you're going to be left behind. And I'll use this game as another example. You could end up like this poor buggered Texas. Look, he's got all these units. They're all armies. They're all armies. He's got one fleet. What's it doing? It's ineffective. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when you're allied, obviously, with Canada. Yes. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, oh, he's slowly making his way down. Um, is that Colombia, the grey? Yeah, Colombia. Yeah. Columbia's getting eaten up by Brazil, so he's, he's got he's got opportunities there, but he needs to kind of start building some fleets and taking out Cuba, as an example. Yeah. Not so that we're advising any of these players. We're not advising these players to, no. towards anything. No. By the time they listen to this, it'll be, you know... This game will probably be finished, it's entering into sort of, you know, yeah. the end game. But I just find it fascinating how... series of players make a series of alliances and this is probably one of the things that drew me to diplomacy in the first place you know making alliances with other players to get things done on the board and personalities often mean more to how the game plays out than strategic sense yes sir yeah now when you're playing with 35 other people then yeah, 35 other people, then those strategic alliances might not always make sense when you're dealing with um, those personalities. Very true. 
Now you were saying we were in a couple of games together, but we're both not there. Oh, I was looking. I was looking at previous games, and yeah, we keep getting losing. <laughs> um, I think I may have closed all my windows on my iPad for this. But there's been three games, and I remember one game oh, with you, East Africa, and I was somewhere in Asia or. South America, I don't know. Anyway, inevitably, I've done very, very poorly in this game. And I think you, you kind of hit the nail on the head. I've tended to, my strategy that I've usually followed has been quite land-based. And I haven't really kind of branched out over the seas. And that seems to be the big determining factor. Because when you've got a, um, uh, a continental situation with either usually about five, sometimes six powers within a continent. Usually tend to make, I've always tend to make, you know, alliances with people in that area. Let's take this player out, we go and get that player. A traditional Traditional normal game, you know what I mean? But in the meantime, they've been doing that and expanding into other continents, other areas. Making chat with other alliances as well. Absolutely, yeah. So, maybe it's got less to do with, um, you know, Actually, it's, got, it's got more to do with just general game, bad gameplay and bad strategy. And I think that's tended to be exacerbated further in the um, uh, the Sea Lanes games that I've played. Yeah, I mean, I'll give you an example. There's only, as I said before, there's only been one game I haven't been eliminated in within World War Four, and I've got a draw in. I came third, and that was playing as um, as Iran in a, uh, a World War Four game. But when you look at Iran and how I kind of position myself on the map, it's all kind of land-based. Yeah. So I I, I need to up my game. You can't be afraid of convoys. Yeah, and look, I remember the time that I started playing the World War IV game, and it was a lot like what we just discussed in the last episode about force around knowing how to quickly play this and to play it well and the secret I think within the World War 4 sea lanes even more so than that uh, World War 4 version 2.6 or whatever 6.2 6.2 2.6 whatever <laughs> um, I think the reason I've played that badly again is that land based focus rather than sea based focus and yeah, I, I, I'm, I need to improve. And as a result of that, I've kind of erred away from World War Four games. I, I need to probably... I need to kind of you know, meet my demons, I think. And, you should. And, and Jump in. Jump in. Feet and first. And, yeah, that's right. But feet first within a boat, not feet first on the land. Because obviously <laughs> your land strategy doesn't work. Oh, it does sometimes. Um, and some countries can't help but being um, you know, land-bound. Yeah, they become very solid. Um, well, you usually find a lot of... There's always inevitably a, a player who will rise amongst the, the China space and they will have that whole uh, Eastern Asia yes. from a land-based power, almost like you know that whole Mongol view of the world, take all that shit over. But um, it comes down to also then again having a, uh, a fleet-based, fleet-based presence, I think. So... To be able to project your power to other parts of the globe. So I've only, so I've only, I've only kind of had a draw in, in one game. So the, the games that we've played, 
We've been we've both been eliminated. Have you had much success at all in World War um, maps? I think I've been in a couple of draws, a couple of survivals, but I've not won a game. I've not won a map. I think that's one of the highest accolades I could imagine is winning a World War Four map. That would I think I'll rest easy for a long while. In fact I'll gloat about it. I couldn't help but gloat about it. That would be that would be oh, ten orgasms all at once. <laughs> it would, it would. It'd be a, a, a diplo orgasm. I'd, it, it, a multiple diploma orgasm. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. No, but that being said, you know, I mean, you got to be in it to win it. Yeah. Yeah. You got to, you know, compete and be part of it. Oh, and, and I know. But look, you know, there's so many good games. You can be in so many games, and we've all got limited time. And look, I'm often surprised when you start having conversations. Like if you, you say something, something like, "Oh, you know, I'm a bit overcommitted," you know. I'm in five games at the moment, and they're like, "What?" Yeah, they're on fifteen or sixteen or whatever. Like, yeah. I, I, can't. I, don't, I don't know what time these people have on their hands, or whether there's some magic box that they're using to be able to work out how to get all these orders in. And... <laughs> God, I'm on, like, I'm on five games, and, and sometimes when I get to like, I've been in situations where I get to like six or seven, and I start CDing. It's it's yeah. dangerous, and then your reputation it. gets hit. Yeah. Now coming back to World War Four. Now go. I've always felt that there's there's like in a normal game, in a normal diplomacy game, you've got your early game, your mid game, your end game. Yep. But in World War Four, I kind of feel like there's there's more stages to it because of the scale of the map. Yeah, there's yeah. multiple mid games. There's, there's multiple mid games. There's multiple early games. Yeah. Right. And and it doesn't really matter what country you start off with, but the first stage is is, is, is an early game. You need to make a couple of alliances quick. Yep. With a continental block. Yep. That that's that, that's my thinking. Yeah. There's no point kind of if you you know Cuba staying to talk to you know Saudi Arabia. Doesn't really, it does, doesn't really need to happen. I've no. done that. I've kind of said, hey, everyone, how are you going? Blah, blah, blah. If everything works out, we'll be great friends. And it's like, fucking waste the time. <laughs> yeah, you're like, yeah, you're time management. And it's actually it's interesting, though, because when you get to, like, that mid-mid game, and um, all of a sudden, you know, I'll use an example. Let's say you're Cuba. So I've played Cuba on this map, I think, before. Oh, and, poor and, you. Huh? Poor you. I wouldn't want to play Cuba. Oh, I've played it, and it's one of those, it's one of those many, many times I've lost. Um, and all of a sudden, you start having, you start talking to, you know, South Africa, and you haven't spoken to him for the whole, any the whole game. And all of a sudden, you're starting to share borders and starting to share a common enemy. It's like, yeah. hey, sorry we haven't talked, but you know, <laughs> how about we open up air discussions? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm Cuba. Yeah. Have some, you know, big amusing cigars. Have a couple of rumbos. And so you go through that whole progress, knowing full well that South Africa, having got to that point, will have some already strong allies. He would have made, and is a part of a, a strategic block yeah. that he's working with. That's yeah. it. I'm not, I'm not picking on South Africa, but I, I usually see within Africa as a as a, um, um, as a continent, South Africa always seems to die. Well. Have you seen a Have you seen a strong South Africa? I've seen a strong South Africa. Yeah. Africa either goes to a basket case or it gets its shit together early. 
Oh, yeah, yeah you are 100% correct, yeah. yeah. South America can do the same. South America can do but the same. But nowhere else does it. Nowhere um, else does it well. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I find North America gets its shit together fairly quickly, nine times out of ten. They get the shit together? They do, they do. There's always a power pocket, two or three, that emerge yeah, really yeah, okay. quickly. Yep. Um, and likewise with Asia, like Asia doesn't always do it. Asia no, it can, a, a basket it, can, case it can become a knife fight very, very quickly over yeah. there. And, um, but that, that's the thing. And Europe's always fucked up. And Europe, yeah, Europe, Europe. There's always one player ends up dominating Europe. Yep, and it's usually not us. Never been. Nah, never been. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, so World War Four. Um, it's probably the the maidenhead of variants. And I tell you what, I don't think we should be drinking so often in these, these episodes. We've had talk about orgasms. We're talking about head. We've talked about maidenheads. Um, bring your mind above the belt. You, hey, they are both words that you have brought up. Not me. <laughs> I, I hate to see what happens after we get the next next drink. Oh, I've got another drink to go. Um, just 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 quickly on um, on World War Four. After you've played World War Four, you can't go back to World War Nine. That IX version of it. That 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 <laughs> piece of rubbish that they play on Webdip. I honestly, it is on Vdip as well. Oh. I, I know. I know what you mean. We, we've talked about it before. It's 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 not a great map. Um, actually, the one thing I will say. World diplomacy is what it's called. Yeah, world diplomacy nine. Um, the one thing I will say about World War Four in general, and I think it's got a lot to do with the fact that you just need so many players. Not a lot of games. You know, you look you look back at the stats and the original World War Four, fifty games, very impressive. The version 6.2, only nine games. Sea lanes, only three. Yes, only three. Yep. So, um, what you have to do is, is advertise it. If you're keen for a game of this to happen, you need to advertise in the forum. Just like what I did with the K-Octopi game recently. It's, guys, this has been a long time coming. It hasn't been played for a long while. How about we get together and generate interest on it? It's the and only it way works. you get it back. It works, you know. Hey, in, 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 since between episode three and episode four, which was like only like yes. one drink between them, um, you, you, the game filled up. Correct. So there we go. It's now active. K, the K Octopi game is, is happening. The great K Octopi of 2016. Very, very good. All right. So um, we need to fill up beers and drinks. Yep, let's, let's, let's get some more. And um, move on to the next section. Awesome. Okay, we'll be back in a moment. And we're back. Cheers. Cheers. Nice. So I'm on Yenga, um, the Yenga Hells beer. You're still having the Yenga Hells? Yeah. And I'm still having the stag? Yeah, yeah. You're saying it's a nice drop? It's a very nice drop. Yep. Um... I've never really, as I said before, I've never really had much from the Arrow Valley before, but um, it's a lovely Shiraz. Oh, yeah, okay. I'll remember that next time I'm buying a bottle. Yes. Stags, Shiraz. I've never seen a, I don't know, where, where do you shop for your grog? Oh, Dan Murphy's. Dan Murphy's, of course. <laughs> yeah. I've never seen that dance. So. <laughs> oh, okay. There we go. Anyway, we're back. Um, 
look, the second part of, of the, our episode now, we're going to talk a little bit around much the same way last time around we talked about force, which was like a variant within a variant. We're going to talk around Google Translate as a variant. Uh, now, these are very fun games. Yeah. They can be. They can be. Yeah. You and I, we were in this game together. I think I was Germany and you were Russia. And this was a, a couple of years ago again. And I think you and I had a great time. And, and unfortunately, way too many other people took the game too seriously. But we'll talk about that. The reason I brought all this up and why I wanted to talk around uh, the Google Translate variant has um, got to actually do with more a, a normal proper language thing. So yeah. for, for probably around about two years now, I've been trying to learn Spanish. Oh, yeah? How's that uh, going? Si, <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm the type of person that would like to um, be good at languages, but I'd actually I'm not really skilled at it. But I really, really want to try. Like try. most of us in the English-speaking world, <laughs> no, no. We, have, we have a natural advantage. Um, so I started on using Duolingo about two years ago for Spanish, and I thought, look, you know, I wonder if there's many Spanish-speaking players within diplomacy. And uh, I put a, a post out. We managed to get about five players okay, sign yes. up for a, a game, which well, of course uh, we decided to play a South, uh, South American variant on their diplomacy. Which perfect. Four players are technically, or four countries in that are meant to be Spanish. One, of course, Brazil being Portuguese, but generally matter. Um, and it was good from an educational point of view. Uh, I, I think both my I know definitely myself and I know a number of, of um, players in that game had to occasionally resort to Google Translate just because when you're trying to put together sentences you obviously only know the words that you've learnt and um, sometimes you, you don't know how to say certain things I'll give you an example I, I don't know how to say, talk about the word draw in Spanish Okay. I can tell about, you know, winning, which is ganar, and, you know, attacking, which is atacar, and all these things like that, you know. But, um... It's not a draward. It's not no. a draward. <laughs> so, I uh, can't remember what the fuck it is now, but it's probably got more to do with about the fourth wine. Uh, <laughs> and, um, so occasionally, really, really occasionally, I had to resort to, 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 to... And I could have used any other way of translating a word to another and conjugating it and things like that. And it was a good game. Um, with that particular game, uh, to kind of give you a bit of context in it, I don't know if I can find it bloody on my iPad. Yeah, it, was, it was called Jugo uh, en Español, which of course is game in Spanish. And uh, we'll post the links to this. It was um, a lot of fun. Scuba Steve was overwhelmingly the best player. Uh, Gunmaster G9, who is a player I haven't played for quite a while against. Yeah, now, same here. Hey. Yeah, yeah, he, he, he popped up in this game, and he was great to play with. Um, Doctor Recommended was defeated, which is a bit of a surprise, because Doc is He's a very, very, very good, good player. Very good player, yes. Uh, it may have more to do with the fact that Brazil Thank and I ganged up on him. I was Colombia. So. Uh, okay, yeah. <laughs> um, well, it could have been that Scuba Steve was, was, was Brazil, and... Um, it was just illogical, and, and um, Chile was being played by uh, Normius, and um, oh, I, did, I didn't realise those guys spoke Spanish. Did they speak Spanish, or are they learning it like you? Or? Um, 
I think, I mean, I'm not from San sure. Diego. What is it because it's on the Sounds border? Spanish? I don't know. <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> it's like Las Vegas. <laughs> Las Vegas. Anyway, uh, Los Angeles. So, um, I got the impression actually that they were English speakers but had learnt Spanish and were thinking, hey, it's a great to practice. Okay. Practice their Spanish. Yeah. And that's why I think some of them you did Google Translate. Some of them seem to be either A, very, very competent, or B, um, didn't let on that they were using Google Translate. I the don't whole know. way. Yeah. The whole okay. way. Yeah. Uh, but it was it was good. I actually found actually that I got to a point though that I was having to spend so much time trying to get my head around it. It, it was kind of distracting from the gameplay. Yes. But hey. It was still good, it was still fun, it was still enjoyable. But hey, it got me really thinking around, well, if we're going to talk about games within games, let's talk about the time that we played the Google Translate variant within V-Diplomacy, which was the game uh, very logically called The Language of the Country Immediately After The. Yeah, I wanted to call it something else. You wanted to call it The Meat Commission. That's right, The Meat Commission. Because... That's what it kicked out at me when I put it in. Now, what was the premise of this? We had to translate it through four or five different languages. Oh, uh, it, it's it started there was within the forum when we had the, the posts. We we're talking about it around how we could possibly do it. You actually suggested using uh, one of the websites that I'll probably try to find very very quickly now if I had any skill whatsoever flicking through shit. Um, that was click 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 click. Anyway, Mapu originally suggested it, and you suggested, click, 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 oh god. Was it one of those sites that actually automatically drops yes. it through a series of translations? Yeah, yeah that's right. So, so, like, I think there's, there's, there are some sites which um, will do multiple translations of the translation. Like forward and back, forward and back, forward and back kind of things. That's right. Through all yep. 43 languages that are in Google Translate. Here we are. So um, the URL for those of you who are looking for it is akuna.com, which is um, A-C-K-U-N-A.com slash all one word, bad translator, bad translator. And um, literally you can kind of put in a, a set of words and come up with something totally different. So do you have an example there? I do. The example that, in fact, you gave was, um, here's a set of words you had, maybe. Oh no, sorry. Here it is. This was the start of the conversation. It might be fun to require multiple translations to ensure that something gets lost. For example, instead of just translating to the language of your nation and sending it, translate it to more, sorry, one more time to the language of the nation you're sending it. Sending it. After 34 translations, that came out as, or maybe you can ask a question if you want to know the punishment phase for the blind. For example, the language of the country immediately after the transfer, the country in the English language, not. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. (laughs) So, um, originally, as I said before, Mapu suggested the idea, which I think was... And a, a really, a really amazing uh, a premise. And there was some talk around how to do this. 
most players within the diplomacy space obviously are, are English speakers. We've got lots of friends, obviously, in other languages and so forth like that. But the idea was, um, let's use classic as an example with a map, that you would translate something from your native language to the country that you are representing and then potentially into a another external language that is just like wacky. That's like right. Chinese or Hebrew yeah. or Icelandic or something and then translate it back and then translate it back again. So um, the ideas behind all of that I think was really, really interesting. I, I actually I do do like your idea of the whole 34 language translation. That I think the issue with that would be if you were trying to legitimately win the game, it would become very, 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 very confusing yes. and very, very difficult. But have a lot of fun along the way. Having a <laughs> downside to you know, you'd be you reduced to almost monosyllables. Wouldn't you? Yeah. Well, well, you either have to be so simplistic with your language and hope to God that the translation came out the right way that your who you would be communicating with understands it and can use it. Now, I remember playing this game and I remember getting a whole heap of um, rather obscure things like you should be eating a dirt mouse and um, make sure that when you mow the prairie, you have a tree. And I'm thinking, what, what, what is this person trying to say to me? Well, we, we said before about the idea about the Meat Commission, and the reason it was suggested that the game should be called the Meat Commission was you had you did the 43 translation thing. Your original post was, alas, I simply don't have enough time on my plate to be able to commit to any new games at the moment, but I reckon this game would be heaps of fun to play. That came out out 43 languages later as, unfortunately, this is the new game. I don't have time to meet in large the food, the meat commission, but this is the game I think that a lot of the game. <laughs> so um, there was that that risk of 43 translations later. It would just make no sense whatsoever. Um, but instead, we went with the idea of. We played a classic map, and uh, the idea was, okay, let's use, we, we speak English, most people listening to this are speaking English. Uh, if you don't speak English and you're listening to this podcast, you're awesome if you can understand what we're talking about, particularly if you have Australian accents. But um, you would start with your own native language, i.e. English, and then you would translate that into other uh, languages and I think the idea at the time was to make it interesting there was like about three languages you could choose from that were within the borders of um, the classic map so as an example I think I think this kind of got finalized a little bit later we ended up going with Chinese didn't we or... yeah but the idea was like okay so let's say use um, uh, Francis an example you can only you couldn't use French because I don't know why. I think I think the idea was Google Translate. Yeah, we wanted something obscure. It wanted something it obscure did. that you know maybe it wouldn't be very good at. So if you were France, you could choose between translating from English into either Basque, Breton, which I think is like some yeah. combination of from Brittany must be like old Celtic or whatever Welsh like that, or Arabic, obviously because there's an Arabic flavour. Okay, uh, England, yeah, you yeah, can choose yeah. between Welsh, Irish, or Hindi because of the uh, Hindi. 
Well, you know, the whole British Empire, there's oh, a fair yeah, amount of people okay. from the yes, subcontinent yes, within yes, England. Yes. Um, Austria-Hungary made a lot more sense. Hungarian, Slovenian or French, uh, Turkish, Turkey got Turkish, Armenian or Kurdish, Russia got Mongolian, Belarusian or Finnish. Okay, right, yes. So the idea is you go from English to one of those three languages, and then to mix it up you translate it into something totally different again. And your choices were either Chinese traditional or Hebrew, and then you post that message in Chinese. And I think everyone pretty much stuck to Chinese. And um, it provided some interesting results. I remember some corkers coming through, like I said earlier. Well, I mean, you, you posted a few here. You posted a number. Um, there was one, for example, that was posted by yourself in Chinese that when translated came out as, and you know... So I was playing as Russia, right? You play as Russia. So I would have gone through... Finnish or um, something like that. Belarusian or something. Anyway, you know, language warning here. But whatever you translated came out as good ass or good ass. How do you do a good faith effort to understand? I see ass ass. Fuck ants. How the fuck I meant to make head or news of your poor antler philosophy sensitive to the tale to me. Almost incomprehensible thing. Let your brain and learn my native language. <laughs> what was I writing in response to? What's I don't know. No? <laughs> it's all Chinese. I can't understand what you're oh, saying. Okay, all right. Yeah. <laughs> and then you post other things later on. Here's another gem from Global. Gentlemen, <laughs> I want to tell you, pigs and dogs fuck with. Who is responsible for military operations and so-called public official decapitation? Showed negligence. Check the order does not work correctly with his admiral's ship communication can lead to serious misunderstandings and the military which eventually led to the quite amazing alternate who is the most unexplored areas addressed to you will be pleased to know that dogs and pigs fuck which has now been sent to the vast this vast country can no longer reach the farthest abuse of this rogue force to defend he said but the girl vest more comfortable due to better alcoholic beverages which has worked in Lavinia. Now, if anyone has any idea what to do with a post like that, not surprisingly, Germany, who was actually myself, responded, what the fuck? And then you responded back, what taekwondo beans? I do not understand. I can assure you, as good as pigs and dogs, I not understand means you've taken the Latvian dog feces sticker. You are constantly bombarded me now. Tell the truth between various serious misunderstanding. And then Italy came back with, ah, yes, what Germany said. <laughs> so... This is why we kept this game to last after about four drinks to talk about. Um, there were many, many, many other things that kind of got posted along the way. Um, here's one that I originally posted. Translated, of course. Yes, for some odd reason, whore into my response. I do not know why. I'm just talking about the above-described prostitute. I'll try not to fuck people over. If you're using a prostitute, prostitute themselves use a condom. <laughs> and um, 
you responded back, Kana, saying, I like your way of thinking. Austria is an obvious goal. This is, this is private messaging, okay? Austria is an obvious goal. We can work together, and England will undoubtedly attempt to Norway. This is all saying quite actually normal at this point in time. We can start from here, wildly prostitutes like you said. The way it is dog feces, I know my country is brown, but I'm not dog feces. Turkey is yellow. The, co- the colour of what, the colour of which is turkey shit. Worth considering. It's almost like really, really bad foul language haiku with way too many syllables. So, so, so the more complex a, a, a proposition is, the more likely it's going to go. There were ongoing conversations about um, hiding sausages. Um, there was various prostitute discussions. Lots of lots of fucking people. I think which was like, I think it kind of took the concept of doing someone over, or you know, yeah. and just took it up another level. Stabbing someone. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, lots of there was actually talk at one point of time about catching viruses from ladyboy sausages. Uh, but look the thing I found interesting was look this was an anonymous game was it an anonymous game or not I can't remember I don't think it was I'm not sure I I, I forget I forget but um, they actually to be honest you and I I think you and I are having more entertainment fun with this game (laughs) and um, other players were taking it quite seriously they kind of joined in a little bit but look, to kind of give you an idea, I don't know about you, but I, I deliberately used, when I want to have fun, I used certain words that I thought would, Google Translate would have trouble with. And um, the idea being you had three different languages to, to choose from. I would generally look at what gave me the most entertaining, you know, yeah. translation and yeah. then post that one. But so. we're actually wanting to play proper, proper diplomacy. I'd use something that actually gave me the most you know straightforward straightforward response yeah. and look yeah, it wasn't all fun and games I mean, I'll give you an example this is something I, I posted to France um, which mean which which actually sounds quite normal um, this is my posting to France when I went to England to take down the need surprises he asked me to move to Burgundy through my fuck up I can su- not supply your centre even if I wanted to take however I, however I have to earn his trust because I want to stab him effective. I need you to understand that if I go to Burgundy because it is a decoy, if you want to bounce, pick me up there for me. I'm cool with. So, so you can kind of you can kind of work out enough if you actually want to play the game. And I think what was interesting with this game was it was actually a, a points game. It wasn't unrated. There were points at stake, and I think you and I just took the piss and had a bit of fun. But everyone else was very, Took very serious. serious. To the extent that later on, I think we used various languages that were like, "Why isn't anyone playing this game properly?" <laughs> uh, and and then later on, someone else, I think Italy, started kind of throwing in various random swear words just for the sake of throwing in random swear words. Um, I've got an idea coming on here, Andy. Yeah, hit me with it. Extreme personalities. <laughs> Google Translate. Yeah, yeah. I, I think this is something to go to the forum with. See, see who's willing to do it. Well, I, I think there's 
the main thing I think is is getting enough players for this type of game. Yes. Okay. And even if you do seven, that's all cool. You can kind of theoretically run two books. One is like a proper game, which is properly weighted, where you actually use Google Translate to um, play <laughs> the game. Some of those translations are classic. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and and then there's other games which is like you know you deliberately try to choose words that Google Translate is going to have trouble with. Compared to like the 34 language variant version, which just totally morphs it. And I think at one point of time during this game, I referenced and I'll include in the show notes the um, the link off to a YouTube video of um, a comedy group or whatever like that in the US who took the lyrics of the uh, the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, the theme song from that from that TV show, and then put it through Google Translate a number of times. <laughs> which is fucking hilarious um, so I, I think I think much the same way the last episode you wanted to take this out to the forum for Bors to talk around about to what extent there's interest in this and how we take it I think um, I'm really really keen to play another Google Translate game yes. and to see either whether there's the appetite for the following the same rules as last time or um, doing the whole Many, 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 many translations. I, I love the idea of many translations, extreme personalities game. Well, we so can see I, what people I, I do. Love that. That idea. Extreme personalities games have to be played as unrated because they're, oh, they have to be they're purely entertainment yes. value. Yes. Maybe in the next one that we catch up, if we haven't done an interview yet, because if you notice, episode four, still no interview with the 2012 web It winners. will happen. We're trying. We are trying. <laughs> God, that's how many fucking emails we've sent these guys. <laughs> and it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm on holidays, blah, 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 blah. And the other guys are not getting back now. So um, we might have know. to do individual interviews and then sort of stitch it together, perhaps. Uh, we'll, we'll work something out. Um, anyway, so long story short, we'll, we'll post something about the prospect of a Google Translate game within the forum as well. And uh, we'll see what interest we get. And um, hopefully... From my point of view, I, I, I much rather prefer an entertaining game. That's yeah, just, oh, it's just, just fun. fun. It's, it's fun. It's fun. why we started playing games in the first place. And I'll give you, I'll, I'll give you some honest, honest truth. Following the rules that were set was at least on an iPad because you know busy, blah 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 blah. It was really annoying because yeah. you had to actually set up multiple tabs to translate. Uh, you, you, you crafted your message in English for what you actually wanted and it, like for example if you wanted okay, it goes two ways um, I played Germany and I had I can't remember what, what languages I could choose from but um, if you wanted to kind of have a serious conversation to try to get someone's help you would translate into the three languages and then you'd go okay which of these actually translates back into English that makes the most amount of sense, sense. Yeah. and then I'd send that one on I, I since found out from skimming the rules today, you're not meant to do that. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Oops. It didn't matter because I got eliminated anyway. Um, and vice versa, if you actually wanted to have get a bit of a laugh, get a bit of a a bit of a rise from someone, you would translate to the three different versions to pick the one that was the most entertaining. So you'd have to you'd have to advertise it for entertainment only, unrated. I think. Ed- Unrated. Unrated. 
Under 18, yeah, maybe. Yeah, no, no, no. Under 18, not allowed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe something like this. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I reckon we'll kick that one off soon too. Oh, that's we'll, cool. we'll put a posting up there. We'll see what interests, and um, maybe in about a few more episodes, time we'll be able to comment on how that went. Sounds good. Sounds good. So they've got a force game coming up. Yep. Public press Google translation. Yep. And maybe extreme by the time, personalities. Please, please, please. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah. And, um, it, some stage later on. Some stage. And, um, well, just a shout out to the next episode. I was thinking I was going to talk about Sopwith, perhaps. Sopwith, yes. You mentioned yes. this to me before between drinks, and I went, I've heard of Sopwith. It makes no sense to me whatsoever, so you're in charge of that one, I think, well and oh, truly. Here we go. Anyway, so thanks for joining us for another episode. Thanks again. And, um,. Keep having fun, keep enjoying diplomacy, and keep stabbing. I'm Ambi. I'm Kana. Cheers. Cheers, and um, logging to the show notes. Hey, and another thing I'll just say very, very quickly, if you've been listening to this podcast and you actually enjoy it, hop onto iTunes, give us a rating, give us a review. It really helps um, because then people can actually find us. Otherwise, we're just preaching the converted. We're trying to get our message out to people. Think about this. Think about all those people around the world right now who are playing diplomacy on a board. <laughs> or even worse, the poor unfortunates who, uh, who have never met diplomacy yet at all. Well, that's right. So we need to kind of get the message out. So give us a rating, give us a review, and uh, we'll talk to you next time in a couple of weeks. So thank you. Good night. See ya. <laughs>